Hello and welcome to Praying on Purpose. Each and every morning we recite a series of brachos known as Birchus HaShachar, 15 brachos which capture many different aspects of our lives, ranging from our identity as individuals, as part of a global community as Jews, spotlighting various daily experiences and gifts, if you will, that we have the opportunity to express our gratitude and thanksgiving for each and every day. And these brachos, known as Birchus HaShachar, unfortunately often recited in a very perfunctory manner. We sometimes fall into the trap of reciting one after another, after another, after another. Unfortunately, sometimes too quick to properly process them. And they do require proper consideration, thought, and processing, both intellectually and emotionally. And so I hope to take whatever time we need to begin to take a look at the Birchus HaShachar one by one, and hopefully by doing so, enable each and every one of us to gain a greater appreciation for these incredible blessings that we recite each and every day. On the surface, the Berchus HaShachar seem as if they are designed to get us to express our appreciation, our gratitude to Hashem for all that He does for us. And so therefore, Chazal prompt us. They remind us that there are things that we have in life that we take for granted, that we are able to get dressed in the morning, to open our eyes, to see, to feel, to touch. And so therefore, they encourage us to sort of slow down and say thank you, because we have to, of course, be makir tov. We have to express a gratitude and appreciation for all that we have in this world. However, Rav Shlomo Vobel, Zechonel of Racha, points out that such an approach is only partially correct. He said it may be true that on a certain level we recite these brachos as a way of saying thank you, if you will, as payment for the incredible debt that we incur each and every day. However, he points out that there is a much more important objective over here, and that is to get us to stop and to realize the incredible blessings that we have in our life. It's not that HaKadosh Baruch Hu needs us to say thank you. It's that human nature is such that we tend to constantly take for granted the incredible gifts that we have in this world. And so therefore, Chazal provides us with a script, and we look at this each and every morning as a prompt, as a reminder how fortunate I am how incredibly blessed I am. You know, each and every day we have a daily quota of sorts, of brachos that we are supposed to recite. At least 100 brachos are to be recited each and every day. This idea which is found in the Gemara Menachos, Daf Mem Gimel Amad Beis, is based on a pasuk in Parshas Ekev. The Torah tells us, Ma Hashem Alokecha Shoel Meimach. What is it that God asks of you? And the Gemara says, Al Tikri Ma. You should not read that word Ma, means what, but you should understand it as Meya. 100. Namely, that each and every day, what does Hashem ask of us? To recite Meya Brachos. 100 Brachos each and every day. And the Pasuk goes on to say, Ki im liira, that what HaKadosh Baruch Hu asks of us in this world is to come to appreciate Him from a sense of Yira. I think that the concept of Yira Hashem is all too often misunderstood or oversimplified. When we translate Yira Hashem as fear of God, it leaves us with an impression that we fulfill that mitzvah by walking around with a sense of trepidation, that we are frightened. But Yira, in fact, means something different than fear and trepidation in the most limited literal sense. Yira means awe. Yira means to be inspired. Yira means to feel a sense of being overwhelmed by something that is so much greater than me. If Avas Hashem is the feeling that we have that draws us close to Hashem, Yira is the feeling that we have when we feel so overwhelmed by God's presence that we have to take, figuratively, a step back and to relate to HaKadosh Baruch Hu through this prism, to develop a relationship with Him which is not only based on a sense of Ava, 
a force that brings me close, that attracts me, that connects us, but also a force that reminds me how incredibly great and overwhelming and awe-inspiring God is. And this Pasuk is understood by Chazal seems to be telling us that the daily quote of 100 brachos is meant to give us a sense of this inspiration, that when I open my eyes in the morning and I look at the world around me, I am overwhelmed with a sense not just of gratitude, but I am overwhelmed with a sense of awe, that it truly is a remarkable world, an incredible world. I once heard a story, and I don't remember the details, so I cannot tell you exactly who it was and where it was, but I heard a story of a certain individual who had the opportunity to have a meeting with a great Rebbe. Perhaps it was a fundraising visit and the Rebbe was going to him. I don't remember exactly what the circumstances were, but they were sitting around this table, and you had this, let's just call it a Pasha Yid, a plain guy, a regular guy, a nice guy, and he had the opportunity to be sitting together with this great, incredible, holy tzaddik. And the two of them are sitting together, and there are a bowl of apples on the table. And so therefore, one reaches into the bowl and takes an apple, holds it in his hands, and recites the bracha. And the other one takes an apple and does the same. And so each of them are sitting there, partaking of this delicious fruit, after having recited a bracha. Several minutes later, the Rebbe excuses himself from the table for a few minutes, and this guy turns to the Rebbe's Mashares, to Ishamis, to the person who spends a lot of time serving the Rebbe and taking care of his needs, and he tells him, you know, the Rebbe seems like a very nice guy. When you think about it, I'm just like him. Look at me and look at him. We're both sitting here, enjoying delicious apples. He recited a bracha, I recited a bracha. What's the difference? To which the Shamus says to this guy, I'll tell you the difference. He says, when you sit at this table and you see the apple, so you're hungry. You see a delicious apple and you really want to taste it. And so therefore, you take the apple in your hand and you recite the bracha because after all, you cannot eat an apple without reciting a bracha beforehand. You recite the bracha, and then you go ahead and you take a bite of the apple. He says, when the Rebbe is sitting here, he takes a look at the apple and he says, this is amazing. Look at the way in which HaKadosh Baruch Hu creates such an awesome fruit. The fruit that grows almost like yesh me'ayin. It was a little seed in the ground. And the seed grows into a tree and the tree produces these delicious fruit. And it comes packaged, ready to eat. It's absolutely amazing. And the Rebbe says, you know, I want to make a bracha. It's amazing. I just want to recite a bracha expressing the awe that I have for HaKadosh Baruch Hu, how amazing the world is. But the problem is, says the Rebbe, I can't just make a bracha. You're not supposed to just make a bracha. Baruch to Hashem, Elokinu Melcholam, Borei Pereyetz, upon seeing an apple. You actually have to eat it. And so therefore the Rebbe says, I'm going to eat the apple so that I can make a bracha. And so therefore he says to this gentleman, it's true. On the surface, you and the Rebbe are the same. You're both reciting a bracha and you're both eating the apple. But you want to eat the apple and therefore you recite the bracha the Rebbe wants to recite the bracha, and therefore he decides to eat the apple. And I think of this story now in light of this teaching of Revolba. The reality is that the brachos that we recite each and every day, if we pay close attention, can prompt us to understand and to appreciate with greater awareness the incredible, awe-inspiring world in which we live. If only we would slow down and take a look at those words And they can, again, prompt us to open our eyes and to look more purposefully, more intentionally at the incredible world around us, the incredible world within us, both of which are going to be highlighted 
in the Birchos HaShachar. I'd like to make another general point before we get into the details of the specific brachos, and that is an idea which is found in the Sefer Yisod of Vishoresh HaVodah. He points out that very often when people recite the Birchos HaShachar, they go very quickly from one bracha to the next. And so therefore, if I recite the bracha, Baruch Hashem, Elokeinu Melech Olam, Pokeach Ivrim, immediately thereafter, I'm going to the next bracha, Baruch Hashem, Elokeinu Melech Olam, Mabisha Rimim. And he says, that's not right. After I recite a bracha, he says a person should wait for a moment. A person should try in his heart and his mind at that point to think for a moment, to contemplate for a moment about the significance of that bracha. Believe shalem, literally within a whole heart, and with a clear mind. And only afterwards a person should say the next bracha. Because he points out we don't allow ourselves enough time to process the words that we are saying. And so therefore, if I want the experience of Berchus HaShachar to really move me, if I want to truly be inspired and uplifted by this experience, so then I need to be willing to devote the amount of time necessary to do this properly. I believe I once pointed out in one of our previous conversations that the difference between saying a bracha properly and saying it improperly could really be a second, a second and a half. We're talking about a very, very small, insignificant amount of time but it could really make all the difference in the world. So we're talking about taking small pauses in between these brachos so that we can properly absorb, process, and digest the messages. Otherwise, he says, we're going to be chasing something that we're never going to really be able to find. We have to really, really try to slow it down. This moment of time, in fact, is so small that in the words of the Sod V'Shosh Avodah, he calls it V'Hakol Berega Echad. He said we're not talking about a long period of time. He's not saying that following each bracha, a person should engage in long thoughts of meditation. Rather, we're talking over here about stopping for a moment and just allowing the impact of that bracha to sort of sink in, to think about what this means, and allow it to move me, to inspire me. And then I will go on to the next bracha. One final point that I would make in conclusion when thinking about the significance of the Berchus HaShachar, they really do provide us, as I mentioned already, with a tremendous opportunity to reflect upon the great gifts that we have in our life. And if we view the Berchus HaShachar as being mere obligations, if we see them as we unfortunately sometimes do as being a checklist, I would say almost literally that we are going down that list, one, two, three, four, five, six, sometimes we're going at a pace and perhaps our mind is not there, that we even become flustered. Wait a second, did I say this one? Did I not say this way? And in fact, the halacha guides us as to what we do in a situation where I think I may have said a bracha, but I'm not sure, or I reversed the sequence of the brachos. But the, the, the fact of the matter is that we go through this in a way in which we feel as if we are discharging an obligation, rather than seeing these as being golden opportunities to really provide us with real thoughts that provide us with chomer, with real content for perspective. So the Birchus HaShachar should be seen not as a checklist, but as a map. The Birchus HaShachar should not be seen as a list of things like I need to do, like it's a shopping list. I have to go down and check each box one after another after another. But this is really a blueprint with which I can understand the world in which I live and I can reflect more genuinely, more meaningfully on the incredible world in which I find myself constantly. Va'atoy Yisrael Mo Hashem Chazal, tell us what is it that Hashem wants from us. He gives us 100 opportunities each and every day to stop and to look around in the incredible world around us and to marvel 
at all the gifts that we have in this world. I look forward to the opportunity to reviewing the Berchus HaShachar together with you and hopefully opening these 15 channels which will serve as gateways, enabling us greater insight and appreciation for this incredible world. Thank you so much and have a wonderful day. Hashem.